I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Forever. I used to think that this was my town What a stupid thing to think I hear you biting off a brain down I myself am on the brain I used to want to be a real man Hello, 3Bs. Welcome back to another episode of Three Swings. I'm Maria Butcher. I'm your host. You know me, unless this is the first episode that you're listening to. And if it's the first episode that you're listening to, I appreciate the fact that you like to just jump on in. And not go from episode one. I mean, there is no story arc. So great call there. However, interesting choice. So I just want to commend you on that. But to everybody else that's been here the whole time, I am recording this again from my house. I started a new job. And so that's fun. Trying to get used to new schedules. I work from 10 to 7. That's a lot of hours in the day. Not complaining. Just a statement of fact. (laughs) When you're used to podcasting in the middle of the day. Those are the prime podcasting hours. So I'm getting used to it. Um, And so this episode is a little bit of a double up because I recorded our last episode on Wednesday, uh, you know, only really talking about essentially a weekend of games. So I appreciate everybody who's sticking around while I figure out these bumps. And I promise they will be figured out. And I will go back to having some guests and stuff, figuring out an at-home recording situation. Number one. Just want to say, um, thanks to everybody that listens. That's number one every week. Number two, my fantasy baseball team scored a whopping zero points this week because CBS sucks. <laughs> um, shout out to anybody else playing fantasy baseball on CBS. That's what my one league is using. And I don't super like it because it allows you to hoard a bunch of players, which I talked about on the last episode. And then it also sends out like a wrap up after every week. Um, And I swear that thing really doesn't like me. (laughs) Like It's always writing so negatively about me. Even when I do well, it's always like, well, man, they got these points here. And so and so did this. And I mean, whatever. Anyway, moving on. It's very strange. It I feel I have a chip on my shoulder about it. Um, It also didn't mention that the reason that my team only scored zero points was because of an illegal lineup. It acted like my team scored zero points that's weird um and impossible so anyway that's really uh material for my 
fantasy baseball league specifically, and I think only Brett listens to this, so from my fantasy baseball league. Anyway, thanks for all the feedback on last week's episode talking about addiction and stuff like that. I really appreciate that, and I'm glad I could uh, reflect some stuff back for people who need it. Um, this week, I just want to talk about a couple baseball things and get into, I got some good questions and good info for later. So starting out with uh, immediately my take last week on the Dodgers situation. And now I know I, I try not to make this show too Dodgers heavy because it's not a Dodgers podcast. It's a baseball podcast. But you got to understand that it's I live in the city that talks about them the most. So I tend to see about them a lot. Um, but I was wrong. It was last Tuesday that Justin Turner came back. And he did come back, and he did hit the baseball. And now Dodgers are on. A, they uh, took a full series from the Nationals. So I'm not quite ready to be like they're back, baby, um, because I don't. I, I don't tend to swing too quickly, too far in any direction. I grew up as a Cleveland sports fan, so you understand. That's where I. That's where I stand there. Like, meh. We'll see how this goes. Can't get too happy about anything. Um, it's very Midwestern of me, but I think also very specifically Northeastern Ohio of me. Um, so I'm curious to see how that goes. They do have, you know, a decent rotation without Clayton Kershaw. Um, my concern is they don't have the offensive depth that they had last season. But, you know, Max Muncie has been a pleasant surprise. So there's that. What other games did I watch this weekend? I really didn't get a chance to watch too many I'm trying to think of who else. I did watch the end of the Astros-Cleveland game um, when Ken Giles struck out Francisco Lindor. I mostly watched Quick Pitch, which, uh, shout out to any of my friends out there who can just watch Quick Pitch end-to-end. It reminds me of my Sports Center days when I was really into Sports Center. This would probably be around 97 or 98. Maybe, you know, earlier than that, probably. 1995. Um, I don't think I've shared with you all, but I there was one year of my life that I was homeschooled. And when I say I was homeschooled, I was just at home. My mom had to start working. It was ill-advised homeschooling. Um, my school situation was weird. I don't know how in-depth I need to get into this. It was a mistake. <laughs> I pretty much just stayed home and read the paper, which, What? I mean, I've been able to have a life <laughs> despite all this, but I, I seriously just spent a whole year not going to school, which is not great, I don't think. I wouldn't recommend it, but I did get addicted to Sports Center. I learned a lot about college basketball. Uh, shout out to my gal, Linda Cohn, still hosting Sports Center to this day. Not as big a fan of Sports Center as I was before, but I digress. My point was, I can watch pit, Quick Pitch all night long. All night. Like Lionel Richie says, watch quit, Quick Pitch all night long. I find it very soothing. You get all the information that you need. It, it really is a Quick Pitch. Oh, the other game that I watched was a live look-in. I did actually wa- watch a lot of baseball. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just didn't write it down. And then yesterday, I worked on Sunday, and I got up at 5 in the morning. So my brain is a little all over the place. I watched some Blue Jays. I watched some Mariners. I watched some Red Sox. I really did actually watch a lot of baseball. I'm sorry. (laughs) But I did watch Justin Verlander 
They did a live look in to Houston at Angels. This was during the week, right? Yes. And he had pitched a shutout, a no walk shutout. And he was, the count was like 0 and 2. And they kept cutting in between him and Kate Upton. Him and Kate Upton. She had a cup of coffee, which I don't know, just made me even more mad. I was already mad. And I can't even, there's like not even really words to describe why it was actually making me angry. But I just, it's like moments like that that I feel completely excluded from the world of baseball. <laughs> when there are like Justin Verlander and his lovely bride, she's watching him try to close out. Like, I, I don't, this is so, look, I know that it's also like co- totally harmless. So if you're upset by this, I get it. But also, it just bothers me. It just does. <laughs> anyway, and then I looked up their age difference. He is my actual age, which is weird. He seems old, and I guess that means I do too? I don't know. She is 25. So they are 25 and 35. What do they talk about? What do they talk about? Because my wife and I are a year apart, and sometimes she'll be like, do you remember this cartoon thing? And I'll be like, no, that was, I was too young for that. So like, how do they have anything in common? I I know that the whole point is that they don't have anything in common. She's just hot. It's still baffling to me. It's still baffling to me. So after this, we will be back with uh, my other rundown, some specific questions that my bench coach, Brett, has brought to my attention, some topics. And then after that, we'll get to our uh, listener questions right after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hoo boy, there is nothing I love more than my Tomboy X underwear. It fits perfectly. It feels great. I feel cool. You know what I mean? I always wear it to play baseball in. I like to wear the micro modal version. It fits well. It doesn't, it doesn't make me all sweaty. It doesn't bunch up. It's perfect. And I love that Tomboy X makes kick-ass gender-neutral underwear for all people and all bodies, all sizes, and now all skin tones, right? Tomboy X makes neutral underwear for people whose opinions are anything but. Put on a first layer that supports who you are so you can take on the world. They did it again. They just released Tomboy X Neutral's nude underwear done the Tomboy X way. And if you're not wearing them, you are definitely missing out. Tomboy X Neutrals are nude shades that won't show through clothes. They come in a diverse spectrum of shades and cuts, including bralettes, bikinis, boy shorts, and boxer briefs. Those are my favorite. All in sizes extra small, through 4X. 
Tomboy X neutrals are made of luxurious micromodal fabric. That's my favorite. That's eco-friendly and light as air. Silky soft waistbands won't dig in and body hugging fits won't ride up. When you buy Tomboy X neutrals, you're aligned with a brand that shares your values and gets products that fit your identity. Discover your inner tomboy at tomboyx.com slash baseball neutral. And when you order your neutrals, enter baseball neutral to get an extra 15% off. Again, get an extra 15% off when you enter baseball neutral at tomboyx.com slash baseball neutral. So speaking of Justin, Mr. Justin Verlander, as we were right after that lovely ad, read by someone very eloquent, I would say. A question posed to me by my bench coach, Brett, is we've been focusing a lot on three swings uh, with our hitters, and we haven't really talked a lot about pitchers this season. So he asked me who I think my Cy Young picks are in the early goings of the 2018 season. Now, the obvious go-to is Max Scherzer, who I could have drafted and didn't because I wanted to make my life hard. So if he keeps going as he is, I think he, he's definitely going to win the NL Cy Young. As for the AL, I think Garrett Cole has a great chance, but I think Justin Verlander is leading the pack. I'm pretty sure that like the top two out of three AL pitchers right now are all Houston Astros. So maybe they just give the Houston Astros a team Cy Young at this point. Um, Other pitchers pitching well, Sean Newcomb of the Atlanta Braves. I had him and dropped him because I'm silly. Corey Kluber pitching well, although not as consistently maybe as Max Scherzer. I mean, the field is just pretty empty (laughs) in the NL compared to Max Scherzer, you know, I mean, I'm not no shade, no shade at all. It's just that even when I try to think of anybody else, it's kind of hard to do. So those are my early picks for the Cy Young. Speaking of more pitching, uh, Jordan Hicks of the St. Louis Cardinals. He's a relief pitcher through the five fastest pitches of 2018, clocking 105 miles per hour on consecutive pitchers on consecutive pitches, and they weren't even fastballs. If you have a minute and you're taking a break at work or whatever, look up, well, number one, I highly recommend following Pitching Ninja on Twitter if you're into pitching because this person uh, tweets out awesome GIFs, GIFs. (laughs) They did it. It worked. Of uh, all kinds of just pitching. And the movement, you know, it's uh, very good, very cool, very interesting. There's definitely some of Jordan Hicks sinkers on his Twitter. And the movement on those things, holy shit. Just like a crazy thing to see. Um, so I'm curious if he's going to move into the closer position. I mean, they've got a bad situation in St. Louis, I think, because Greg Holland is a nightmare. I watched him pitch. They just He just gave the game up to the Phillies. Uh, And speaking of the Phillies, well, I'll talk about them in a minute. And then Bud Norris is just being overworked, I think, because he comes in after Greg Holland, and Greg Holland has made a huge mess, and he has to dig out of it. He can't just close the game. He has to dig back out of it. So that's bonkers. And then more on some pitching. 
The Tampa Bay rotation this past weekend, the Rays started Sergio Romo two games in a row. He lasted one inning Saturday and one and a third innings Sunday. He's the first pitcher since Steve McCarthy of the A's in 1980 to start consecutive days. The immediate reasoning was to deploy a right-hander against the top of the Angels lineup. Some people are saying it's good for baseball. Some people are saying it's bad for baseball. The shortstop, or I mean third baseman, excuse me, of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Zach Cozart, really did not like it. Uh, he thinks it's bad for baseball, tantamount to cheating. Um, there was a, a a piece on Twitter about how it's it's a labor issue because starting pitchers make more money than relievers do, and if you start using relievers as starters, then you might need to pay them better. Um, sorry that I don't have that person's... Uh, it was on Hardball Times, I believe, so please look that up. Um, if you look up Tampa Bay Rays labor issue, you'll find it on Twitter, and then we can give that person some clicks. So let's do that. I mean, it poses an interesting question. Like, what is baseball looking like? It seems like people are doing a lot of unorthodox stuff and just really, like, working the game to an advantage, which there's no rules against that. I mean, the only rules are don't use drugs, basically. Um, and even that, they don't really pay any attention to. Speaking of the Angels, I've heard that Mike Trout takes testosterone and stuff. So how's that legal? Because it doesn't seem like he needs it. <laughs> but whatever. I digress. Uh, I'm curious to see about this Tampa Bay thing. They were on a four-game win streak. And people thought, like, Tampa Bay was just going to be a joke. And they're not. I mean, they're playing baseball. C.J. Cron is mashing baseballs because he's getting regular playing time. What a wonder regular playing time can do. C.J. Cron, former first baseman, platooning with Albert Pujols in Los Angeles for the Angels of Anaheim, now full-time first baseman for the Tampa Bay Rays. Funny how that works out in baseball. Speaking of unorthodox stuff in baseball, the Astros have been deploying a four-man outfield, sounds like softball to me, uh, against flyball hitters. It's something I've been seeing them doing all season long. I mean, they put on... Bonkos shifts. They also have bonkers data for their pitchers. They're just really working it there in Houston. I can't tell if I love them or hate them. <laughs> I like a lot of their players and stuff, but we'll see. I mean, you guys won one. You've got a target on your back now, so watch it. Uh, and so moving on to maybe our last topic of this episode uh, we have our current ESPN power rankings top 10 in the MLB and it goes as follows New York Yankees Boston Red Sox Houston Astros Atlanta baseball team Chicago Cubs Washington Nationals Philadelphia Phillies Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim St. Louis Cardinals and the Milwaukee Brewers bench coach Brett asks me this question if you saw this list at the beginning of the year, which of these teams would surprise you the most? Now, that is actually a difficult question for me to answer. I think, su surprise, I would surprise all of you to say Atlanta, but even that doesn't actually surprise me. You'd think that I would say the Phillies, but if you've been listening to this podcast, you would know 
that I would not be surprised by the Philadelphia Phillies at all. I have been talking about how they've been putting together a team slowly but surely. Jake Arrieta was a final piece of that for this season. And despite the fact that he's not actually pitching very well, he has brought some cohesion to the clubhouse. So none of these surprise me, actually. It is kind of surprising to me that Cleveland is not on this list, only because they've been hitting some uh, home runs lately <laughs> and pitching pretty well, because now they have three decent starters in their rotation. Um, they just need two more. Oh, I knew it. Cleveland is number 11. <laughs> I, I almost guessed. After the top 10, it goes Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Arizona, Seattle, Los Angeles, Colorado, Oakland, Toronto, Tampa Bay, New York Mets, Minnesota, San Francisco, Detroit Tigers, Texas Rangers, Padres, Cincinnati Reds, Baltimore Orioles, Kansas City Royals, Miami Marlins, and the Chicago White Sox. That is actually surprising to me. It's surprising to me that the Minnesota Twins are as low as they are. Everybody really thought they were going to do it. I have to admit, I thought they were too. But hey, baseball is baseball. And you can't really predict it. The last thing I want to say, something completely unpredictable and kind of beautiful, because today is Monday, I got to pay attention to some of the games going on, and Juan Soto was called up to play uh, right field, or left field, excuse me, for the Washington Nationals. It was his first start today. A young man, I believe 19 years old, from the Dominican Republic. And on his first pitch, he hit a three-run home run. There's also a really great video going around on Twitter of the, like, Washington Nationals sort of, like, Dominican Republic training camp facility for youngsters that, like, hooked them up with the ability to watch the game, which, how did they not already have that? But that's another podcast. Um, And their joy and excitement over Juan hitting that home run is pretty great. And it's nice to have some joy these days in our lives. So check that out. And I will be right back with a couple more listener questions right after this. The truth is most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough, and forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different? For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. I would assume that's everywhere. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's best inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. I love my Quip. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every single day. 
Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash baseball right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash baseball. It's a great deal. Spelled G-E-T-Q-I-P dot com slash baseball. Again, just another tremendous ad read. Whoever I got to do these ads, I got to get a hold of them and just give them a compliment. All right, we're back. Sorry, this is a this is a bit of a short episode this week. Got to get in the swing of things. I need two more swings. <laughs> um, let's see, Susanna Sh- Schmidt. This is hey, guess what? It's a rosin bag question. Susanna Schmidt asks, "What is an uncommon baseball thing you really want to see live?" Example: Mine is that I really want to see a position player pitch. It's my favorite baseball thing. Uh, smiley face with the P, which I think is tongue sticking out. Or somebody wearing a pot as a hat, if you look at it the other way. That's an adorable uh, thing. I, I'm a, Oh, yes, you said live. Uh, that would be a really fun thing to see live. It is silly and ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to think of something silly. I would like really love to see somebody hit for the cycle live. Um, because it's such a weird, complex, difficult thing to do. And it seems like it would be thrilling to see that live. I would also like to see a no-hitter live because I feel like I would lose my mind. Um, something that's an, that's uncommon that I have actually seen is I was at the game when J.D. Martinez hit his four home runs off of four different pitchers. I promptly left that game because it was difficult to watch. So those are my tops uh, for that one. Here's another one from J.C. Drop table users uh as a loyal 3b i'm really enjoying the latest three swings pod with miss stacy may of course you are it's a wonderful episode also realizing since that since the 13 and 24 padres probably won't turn it around i'm gonna need to pick a secondary team secondary in quotes here but which one well this is difficult i would say maybe don't go with a west coast team in the national league you could go with a West Coast team in the American League. I'm a big fan of picking a secondary team in an opposite league because especially if you're picking a secondary team because your team's not doing well, then they definitely aren't going to face each other in the World Series. So I don't know what your sort of uh I don't know what your love of baseball is centered around. You're a Padres fan. I don't know if you're a Tony Gwynn fan. I don't know if you're into Eric Hosmer. I don't know these categories of your fandom. So it's difficult for me to guess, but I, I am a big fan of the Oakland athletics as a, just a, a, a team that will bring you into loving them. They're also just a lot of fun to watch. They're like a young, exciting team. Um, if you need some heart, uh, uh, Stephen Piscotty is a wonderful story recently. He his mother had ALS, I believe ALS, and recently passed away and he took leave and then when he came back to play in Boston, he hit a home run in like his first at bat back after his mom passed away and she was a big part of his baseball career and baseball life and as he came around to home plate, he just like grabbed his heart. And it was just a beautiful moment in 
baseball and he didn't do it. He wasn't even thinking when he did it. He just did it. And he's like, I think that's what I'm going to do now. And so there you go. There's a team and a player that you can watch. Here's another one. Uh, Penny Kenrod listening to three swings as an Atlanta baseball fan. I'd change the name to the hammers after Hank Aaron could sell foam hammers instead of tomahawks. It's perfect. Hey, you know what? That is perfect. (laughs) Great job. The Atlanta Hammers, I like it. Sounds a little bit like a soccer team, so you're going to have to do some outreach there. But I like it. Great call. And then uh, Monica sent some good news to the three Bs. Luz Gordoa, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Hopefully I am. First female umpire in the Mexican Baseball League. How cool is it that the Mexican Baseball League is way more progressive than the United States Baseball League? Uh, she made history. On Tuesday, the 15th of May, she became the first female female umpire of the Liga Mexicana de Baseball. The professional baseball league rated AAA by minor league baseball in the USA. It is a great honor, commented Gordoa. Baseball is no more a sport only for men. Wow, what a statement. She was the third base umpire of a crew headed by Alan Izaguirre, and that included Edgar Huerta at first and Erwin Zambrano at second. A single mother at age 41, Alicia Gordoa was born in the Mexican state of Sinaloa. She was also a softball softball umpire and a youth soccer referee. Now that I made my debut, I look forward to a long career. I want to umpire until my body no longer supports me. This needs to be a full-time job and requires constant professional updates, (laughs) which is very accurate. Um, That's very cool. And if you're interested in checking out... um, female umpires uh uh, an earlier episode of three swings i referenced a wonderful piece by Brittany de la creataz i believe i'm saying it right i'm so sorry if i'm not um and also give perry barber a follow on twitter uh she's very active and very active in the uh all-american girls professional baseball league twitter sphere just very cool um doing awesome things and this is really great to see um, Luz, uh, Luz Al- Alicia Gordoa Asuna out there making calls. So this has been a wonderful week. Just a couple days in baseball for me to talk about. Um, not much new for me. <laughs> but next week, um, hopefully we'll come back with a guest. And I will have recorded again in my home, but with a, a, a guest of some kind. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Please also follow Forever Dog Network on Twitter and follow me on Twitter at Rhea Butcher. Send your questions to at Three Swings Pod with hashtag Rosenbag for next week. I'd love to get your questions and talk even more about that. Um, And, of course, if you liked it, you liked it. Forever This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.